In today's episode, we will discover different ways to provide safe environments for our youth. Peace and blessings, family. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye podcast. Did you know I was a published author? Yes, Your Granny Forever is published. The title of the book is Love's Celebration, and it is a book of 30 days of poetic affirmations you can use to be mindful of how great you were created. There is also a Love's Celebration workbook that supports you with prompts asking questions for you to consider as you are on your journey of loving and respecting yourself more. You can find these items on my link tree. I'll be sure to leave the link for you in the show notes and on the blog so you can get your copy today. I'm also an upcoming author on an anthology which is scheduled to publish in early August this year. I will keep you posted on the interview date which is set for June 16th so you can drop in and join the conversation. And now to the show. Last week's episode was the first installment of providing a safe environment for our youth series, and we begin with what is considered unsafe. So if you missed that episode, the link will be in the show notes. This week's focus is about the various ways you can provide a safe environment for them, which will also clue you in on what is safe for our youth. Let's start with the importance of safe, stable, and nurturing environments for the children. According to Dr. Rachel Wood, young children experience their world through their relationships with parents and other caregivers. When those relationships provide safe, stable, and nurturing environments, children are more likely to thrive physically and emotionally. Consider what happens when those foundational relationships are unsafe, unstable, or abusive, and it's not hard to imagine the long-term impact on a person's physical and emotional health. Assuring that all children experience safe, stable, and nurturing environments is an important goal for public health. Adverse childhood experiences threaten healthy development in a child by undermining his or her sense of safety, security, and being nurtured. A groundbreaking national public health study, the CDC Kaiser Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, found that trauma in childhood is associated with chronic diseases, depression, and other mental illness in adulthood. The experiences that are associated with negative impacts on a person's health include abuse, neglect, and having a parent who is incarcerated or who has mental health or substance abuse issues. When these intensely adverse experiences are sustained over a long period of time, weeks, months, or years, without the support of a caring adult, the result is toxic stress. When a child feels threatened, stress hormones circulate through his or her body. Prolonged exposure to stress hormones impacts the developing brain and impairs the connection of brain circuits which are especially vulnerable as they are developing during early childhood. Toxic levels of stress hormones can cause a child to develop a low threshold for stress, 
becoming overly reactive to adverse experiences throughout life. They can suppress the body's immune response and leave the child vulnerable to a variety of infections and chronic health problems. They can also damage an area of the child responsible for learning and memory, leading to learning deficits that can continue into adulthood. And now I'm going to list off about eight different things we can do to make a child feel safe. The first being, don't yell. Take a moment and think back to the last time someone yelled at you. How did it make you feel? It probably made you feel sad or angry or maybe even both. No one likes to be yelled at, and children are certainly no exception to this. We all get things wrong sometimes or make a less than perfect decision. Children should be taught that it's okay to make a mistake without worrying about feeling shamed or mad at. Shouting can cause fear and reciprocal anger in children and may adversely affect your future lines of communication with them. Let them be kids. Playtime is absolutely necessary for learning good motor and social skills. That's not to say they should be free to hang off the ceiling fan or draw on the walls, but the freedom to explore their surroundings and express themselves in an appropriate physical way is crucial to proper development. Encourage their curiosity and creativity by allowing them to discover their world in a safe, controlled manner. Nurture their sense of adventure while making sure anything unsafe is out of the way. Take care to make sure any potential dangerous items are put away, such as cleaning products, choking hazards, things with sharp edges, etc. And allow them room to play, imagine, build, and dream. You can read to them. Reading aloud to young children is often cited as the most single important thing you can do to ensure they develop the language skills they'll need to be an effective communicator later in life. You can start even before they can talk. Exposing them to books at a young age will better prepare them for school and grow their imaginations. An added bonus is that the intimacy involved in this activity can provide you and your child an opportunity for some prime bonding time. Set good examples. Children notice everything. They hear and see things we sometimes think they don't. Always be aware of your actions and words in the presence of children. We may not think they are concerned with everything we say and do, but in reality, they absorb much more than we sometimes give them credit for. These quickly developing little mimics look to adults for direction in life and setting a good example can mean anything from being honest and kind to others to not smoking or eating healthy foods and let them see you making good life choices and you can expect to see healthy growth and success in return. Stay positive. We all face challenges in life, and often we respond to those challenges in a negative way. When unexpected difficulties arise, it can be easy to forget, but having a, ne a negative attitude will likely only lead to further negativity in the future. Don't let it become a pattern. If your children see you respond to something negatively, they will be more inclined to react negatively as well. 
Trying to look at the bright side and remembering to use encouraging words allows them to be hopeful. Even when disciplining, it's important to always use kind words to avoid further feelings of hurtfulness or a lowered sense of self-esteem. Be consistent. For patterns of good behavior to develop, be consistent in your approach to child care. These strategies will do no good if a child is confused about what is expected of them. It's important to know how they behave in external environments too, so to take some time to get to know their teachers, daycare staff, or after-school program leader, wherever they spend the most time out of the home. Be honest and straightforward. Phrases like, because I said so, or those are just the rules, are unhelpful to a child trying to navigate the confusing intricacies of how to be a part of society. Explain to them why these things are important. Although it may feel easiest to rush through awkward conversations with your child, try to resist the urge to do so. Build your bond by leveling with them. They'll respect you for it and relate better to others as a result. Children can ask a lot of questions, and none of us have all the answers. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know. What's important is to nurture their desire to learn about the world around them. Fuel their curiosity. Use these questions as an opportunity to bond with them and suggest you find out together. They'll respect your honesty and begin to develop a love for learning and new knowledge that can last all their lives. Display affection. The importance of this can't be overestimated. Hug. Cuddle. Show concern when they are upset and ask questions about why they are feeling that way. Talk to them about their day or things they like. Allow them to express their feelings and let them see yours. Showing your child that you love and care for them helps foster their ability to develop empathy for others. Displaying kindness and encouragement will allow them to build healthy, lasting relationships as they grow. So much of a child's success in later life depends on their early experiences in the home. Don't just give them the basic tools they need in life. Give them the extraordinary advantage of healthy emotional development by knowing your unwavering support is there for them every step of the way. Now, these are a few common things we can do I just sounded off to you. I will also link for you in the show notes and on the blog a couple of other resources, one from the CDC on other preventing strategies and another on an interview by Comcast Newsmaker speaking with Alex Brace, Executive Director of Small Talk Children's Assessment Center, about they how they provide a safe space to encourage children to heal after falling victim to physical and or sexual abuse. Hopefully, I have said something in this episode to help you be mindful of some things we are facing with our children in America. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let us know in the voice message on the Anchor app or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. 
We would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. If you are a concerned citizen and would like to know more about what's going on and how to support our youth, follow the links in the show notes or on the blog as your guide. Feel free to email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com with comments, questions, or concerns you would like addressed concerning our youth. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with us and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit our blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y P-E podcast blog. You can also connect with us on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye and also on Facebook. The handle is at Proactive Eye podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit us again. And remember, healing is a continuous process not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week as we learn reasons educators are essential to child abuse prevention.